Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Welcome into another edition of The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien hanging out with me. We're going to play some financial Jeopardy today on the podcast. We all know how Jeopardy works, so yeah. uh, I think our producer might even play the music for us a little bit here in the background. If not, <laughs> I guarantee you, you're all humming it in your head. That's right. Uh, you know, <laughs> It's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. We're all going la, 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 la. Right? So it's, right. it's one of those things that happen. But we're going to have some fun today, Nathan. I'm going to have you play a little financial Jeopardy. Mm. Uh, and see how uh, how well you do, and we'll give out yeah. prizes and the whole yeah, nine that yards. Sounds web. good. Yeah. So, is it monetary prizes? Is uh, you'll you have said? to wait and see. You have oh, to wait okay. And see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so, uh, how you doing? Doing all right? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yes, doing yeah. really good. I'm excited to play this today. Yeah. I've uh, I've never played. I've watched the show, but okay. never played. Okay. Well, basically, you don't get to choose from the multiple categories. We're already assigned the category for you. Mm, uh, it's obviously yeah. financially related. I would assume. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. that's yeah. good because that's the only thing. That's the only thing you know. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we're gonna have some fun. Uh, the prizes are fantastic, and you may or may not receive them ever in the mail. <laughs> Uh, okay. But <laughs> great, but, I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. But play along with us, folks. Have some no, fun. What is right. that? It's just be a fun podcast to kind that's of uh, share some nuggets of information, as we usually try to do uh, on the financial answer. Because Nathan is a financial coach, and that's what we try to do, as you guys already know. <laughs> so, uh, as always, don't forget to subscribe if you have not yet, or share the podcast with others who might enjoy the content and benefit from some of the information we try to uh, partake or. I share it with you. I guess you're partaking. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you can reach out to him at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. Financial Jeopardy. Are you ready? First question, 100 points. I'm ready. Uh, actually, let's see. How about 100 seashells? Uh, that's that's what you're going to get for this first one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, your Just wife. I've always wanted. That's right. Well, your wife will like them. So. <laughs> that's right. She will. She likes the ocean. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh, all right. So, known by many for its high fees and broken promises, <laughs> this financial product has given a bad name to some of its cousins. Now, oh yeah. You have to answer yeah. the form of a question now. Yeah, that's a. What is the variable annuity? That is correct, sir. <laughs> that's you right. win a hundred seashells. Now the high fees gave that away. And broken fees, promises. Okay. <laughs> now, unlike regular Jeopardy, on this version, I want you to explain a little bit about your answer. Yeah, um, well, for sure. The fees Absolutely. you mentioned. Right. So, yeah, typically variable annuities, are, and we talk about these all the time. And so this doesn't mean just because, you know, we're we're bashing on them doesn't mean that if you have one, it's the worst thing out there. So um, typically they are very high fees. Um, they have a lot of Riders is what they're called. So a lot of extra benefits that uh, insurance companies and, and advisors can throw in there on top of that that supposedly provide benefits for you. So that's where the broken promises part comes in. So a lot of times these things don't work out like you expect and you end up paying a lot of internal expenses for a benefit that you never use or that's not there and that just didn't quite work out like you were explained or like you thought it was going to be. And um, they're so complicated. That becomes the issue that just a lot of times people forget uh, what the advisor said it was going to even do. And then five years down the road, it had, you know, they've lost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in internal fees and expenses. So 
Um, just be careful with that. It doesn't mean that it's not something that you can use for a benefit mm-hmm. for you, right. but they are way oversold. Um, you know, with it. So yeah, annuities in general, not bad. Uh, every pension in the world is set up through an annuity, through an insurance company. This is just an investment through an insurance company is all, all that an annuity is. Yeah. Um, so variable means that it fluctuates with the market. Um, so it goes up and down. You can buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds, whatever through that. And fixed annuities are the other type. And they are just like the term says, they're fixed. And so they you know, have a fixed interest rate most of the time, or they can't lose money, yeah. supposedly, most of the and, time. And sometimes an annuity might be a, mm-hmm. a product that you, you may need. It may make the right fit for your portfolio. However, right. no, um, right. you know, it's not, it's not the right fit for everybody. And to the point of the whole cousins thing, it's kind of like that loud cousin that you never want to invite to your wedding, right? The <laughs> that's right. It's the one that kind of gives right. the rest of the cousins the bad rep. That's right. Um, but mm-hmm. again, there's different products for different reasons. That's that's the whole point. So. It's almost gotten to a point now to where people, it seems like to me, there's been so much bad publicity mm-hmm. about annuities. They don't even want to tell me they've got an annuity. You know, they're like, <laughs> Isn't that so yeah, funny, right? It's I'm like, I'm like, it's fine if you've got it. It's fine if there's something wrong with it. We can look at fixing it, but you know, tell me what you've got right, so we can right. make sure this is part of your plan. So yeah. they're like, oh no, I was so stupid when I bought this thing or whatever. And so, you know, yes, um, no, maybe not. Let's take maybe a look not. and see. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. So that's right. A lot of times people just don't really know what they have, and okay. so when you do some more analysis yeah. and see what's going on, you can make a good decision. From All that right. Point. Well, let's move on to the $200 question. Uh, you are the recipient of so did I get the 100 shells? You did. You got 100 oh, seashells okay. on the way. Okay. Uh, for 200 jelly beans. Uh, <laughs> no, here, I need some jelly beans. <laughs> they, uh, jelly beans are right now. Uh, so for 200 jelly beans, this requires a financial advisor to put his or her client's uh, best interest before their own. Unfortunately, mm. not all financial professionals are governed yeah. by it. Yeah, so that's what is the fiduciary standard, and that's pretty common now. Yeah. I think a lot of people understand that and, and know that. So the the main problem that I see is most people don't know that every financial advisor does not have that rule. Uh, so your stockbrokers don't do that. Your your insurance salesmen, even at this point, don't do that. I mean, they're, the uh, Department of Labor has helped with that, I think, with some best interest rules and things that have helped uh, with IRAs lately. So, you know, your your advisor now is going to have to sign off on a document saying that they compared what you currently have versus what they're recommending for IRAs, which is great. Yeah. That's the fiduciary standard or close to it anyway. Yeah. So you want to do what's in your client's best interest. I don't know why any advisor would not want to do that. Exactly. But, Isn't that so um, silly that we have? It is. Uh, you, and I, I know, you know, people are people, and unfortunately not everybody is above board. Well, don't be in this business then, you know? Well, you know, I but mean, you can apply that to any business. Nathan. Well, that's like, right. If yeah. I go to my mechanic, and if you want to use <laughs> the right. suitability conversation, that's you go true. to your mechanic, and they say, hey, I fixed the tire, it's it's Okay. It's suitable. I'd be like, you're Whoa. safe to go 90 miles an hour down the interstate, or even, or even just to say it's it's okay. You know, you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, it's suitable for you to drive on. Okay, well, is it suitable for me to drive five miles an hour or 95 <laughs> miles an hour? Right. That's right. Uh, so same kind of idea. It's like just do the right thing. Period. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's so, true. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, the difference that I I used to tell people about all the time, and I think it's it's more known now. But it's kind of like comparing it to a car salesman. So mm-hmm. um, nothing wrong with car salesmen, but if you go to a Ford dealership, they're not going to tell you that a Chevrolet is the best car out there. Yeah. Okay. They're going to tell you that a Ford is the best car out there. So um, same thing with stockbrokers. A lot of times they get paid more to sell you their certain products. So if you, you know, that's not a fiduciary standard. So if you walk in there expecting to hear what's best for you, it's probably not. It's probably what's best for them in that case. So be careful with that. Yeah. Back to our prior one with the annuity, for example, if you're, if you're talking with somebody who's insurance only, suitable only possibly, right. Uh, And they have three options to present you. They're all technically suitable uh, Mm -hmm. for, to, to work for you as an investment vehicle. But option three gives them a a trip, you know, well, they're going to suggest option three. Yes, right. Uh, I mean, more than likely, yes, that's correct. And so that there's a huge incentive for them to do that. So that's what you need to find out with any advisor you're talking to is Mm -hmm. are there incentives with what you're talking about? And if there are, they are not a fiduciary. And if you're as long as you know that, I think, Nathan, I think that's that's the first piece. If you're okay with that, then that's fine. That's right. But just know it. Yeah, that's right. And it's perfectly fine if that's the case. And if you, you know, if they disclose that to you and everything and you're good with that, fine. It's that's great because now you're making an educated decision where you're not necessarily thinking that, you know, that they're going to tell you that this is the best vehicle. Yeah. You know, so um, that's or or work with a professional who just has to say, hey, here's the three options. This is the best one. And here's why. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. That's true. Uh, I'm going to move this one because uh, I you know Nathan doesn't have the answers, but he has the, the statement, so he can just kind of follow along. I'm no. going to move this one because I think this is the, more the $500 question. Oh, okay. Uh, or the 500 right. question, point Sounds question good. than the other. Yeah. So, yeah. for, for uh, that last one was for 200 jelly beans. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're going for, uh, for 300 uh, Reese's Cups. Ooh, my favorite. Ooh. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. This is well, going to be No hard. pressure then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> The this common staple of retirement, known mm-hmm. also as a defined benefit program, ah. is quickly becoming scarce across the American landscape. Yeah, that's right. So, what is a pension? <laughs> so uh, that's a that is coming scarce, becoming scarce mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, um, it is, and that's you know that's something that most companies are getting away from just because the liability there on their part is. Right. So it's so expensive for them and it's it puts everything on them and also kind of makes you work for them forever, which yeah. that's not what employees want anymore. I, I was um, talking you know. with a, a, a person the other day, an elderly person the other day. And she was uh, with a friend of mine and she said her mom's her mom was with her. Excuse me. And she said, um, you know, I don't really quite understand what you guys do. And she's like, I mean, you, you know, if you've got a pension and Social Security and a little bit saved, you should be good. I don't understand why it's so complicated now. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's that's it right on it. She's that's probably it. in her 70s, right? That's right. Yeah, and, that's right. And I said, well, do you do you have a pension, ma'am? She's like, I, I do from my late husband, yeah. And I said, you're great. You know, yeah. I said, but not everybody has those anymore, unfortunately. No, uh, that's and he right. wasn't a government employee, which obviously government employees still have those. But right. uh, he, came, do. Yeah, yeah, he came from an era where he still had one from his prior job. And that used okay. that's why it used to be a lot easier, Nathan. It was. Yeah. Yes, it was so much easier. And life expectancies were, were shorter, yeah. you know, so you weren't having to plan for 90 years old, you know, like we're doing for a lot of plans today. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, which, again, is why pensions are going out, because they didn't plan for that. 
and now people are living longer. So it's really just putting a strain on a lot of pensions across the country uh, because they weren't planning on that 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And, you know, when, when all of these pensions were being funded. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a big issue where yeah. 401ks give you a lot more flexibility and, or plans like 401ks, a lot more flexibility. You can bounce around to different jobs, which is what people like to do. They have the opportunity to move and not, don't feel like they're stuck because of a pension. Um, and companies don't have as much of a liability there because they're typically not making the investment decisions for you anymore. So they started doing that at first, but now they're even getting away from that because the liability, again, is is tremendous there. So, um, and, you know, it's it's good. I like it. I like the way things are going with that, but it requires planning. Yeah, um, for sure. It requires making sure that, you know, you've got things set up like you need and you're saving the amounts you need to. Well, you know, you just won 300 Reese's Cups and... Uh, I'm going to be fat. You're going to... Yeah, that's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, all right. So, and of course, all prizes are subject to the fact that we don't have them and I'm not sending them to you. Oh, God. <laughs> You just jip me on that. I, I know. Said. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Maybe I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Uh, okay. So let's go to the next one here. For 400 um, hugs from your wife. Mm. Uh, well, that doesn't apply to everybody else, so you can't have hugs. But for 400 okay. points. Here we okay. go. Okay. All right. Uh, mandated by the IRS, Nathan, these force retirees to drain their retirement accounts whether they want to or not. Yeah, so that's a required minimum distribution. I was actually having a conversation this morning with someone about really? that. Okay, <laughs> so, sure. Yeah, that's if you can. Um, yeah, people a lot of time. Well, I can't say specifics on that, sure. but you know what her concern was was, um, you know, is this going to drain my account over time? And uh, because that's the fear is a lot of people are using this for retirement income. They use those distributions for retirement income, and they don't want to run out of money. I mean, that's the the big fear and probably one of the number one concerns that retirees have. So, um, and you know, it, it helps to understand how it works. It's only a percentage of your account, the required distribution. So, um, it starts at about 4% and goes up every year. So yeah, it, it could potentially, if you live to 110, uh, statistically, you're not going to do that, you know? So, um, it does require distributions. It does require you to take that out and pay taxes on it. That's the only reason you have to do it. Um, currently starts at age 72. So, um, and they, and you do have to do it. You do have to do it. If yes, you have not right. taken action right now, you could take that action to, uh, it's a big penalty to remove don't. those, right? You could, you could get away from RMDs by, you can, yes, absolutely. you know, doing conversions, uh, do Roth conversions. And, and some people are doing that sure. now, um, uh, with tax rates being as low as they are, the lowest we've ever seen in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, no thanks to the current administration, but, um, anyway, that's, yep. that's what we've seen. And so you can, um, you can do Roth conversions and take some of that and, and pay the tax now, yep. get it over into something that grows tax free that allows you to take that distribution in retirement for no matter what the tax rate and, is. And Nathan, um, you have to satisfy this to your point. Um, if you do, if you are in a situation where you have to take these RMDs because it's there, it's right, you're 72, it's, it's, that's it's right. due. Um, you can't, if you're charitable minded, like, you know, for example, like if, if you want to donate to your church or something, uh, that's for right. example, yeah. right? Yeah. You could do a QCD. If you're um, over 70 and a half, you can. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and you can satisfy the requirement that way, correct? Or you can right. even split it. Some people, yes. I don't think, realize that. So let's say it's, I don't know, 10 grand that you have to pull out, right? That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, to satisfy it. Otherwise, to your point, yes, you get a 50% penalty. So that sucks. You could send five to your church. Uh, as yes. long as it goes directly right. to them from the custodian, correct? 
That's correct. Yep. Okay. And and every custodian will do that. They you know they want to help you with that. And you avoid um, the taxes. It, yeah, that's right. Okay. And the good thing about a QCD mm-hmm. is um, because you know I mean you could just take a distribution out of any IRA and. Um, and then send it to a charity, show right. your account and all that stuff, you know, and then you, you avoid the taxes that way as well. But sure. the good thing with a QCD is that you do that and you still retain your standard deduction. Ah, so okay. that's the, that's the powerful thing with the QCD. So the standard deduction now is almost $27,000 for a married couple filing jointly. So, you know, if you take out 10,000 and you don't file it under a QCD, then you're reducing your standard deduction there. You know, yeah, you get the write off, but I mean, you already had 27,000. So not a big deal in that case, but if you do it the proper way through a qualified charitable distribution, then you still retain the full 27. You can seriously reduce some taxes that way. So nice. um, it's it's a nice benefit. Yeah, yeah that's 70 great 70 and a half or older. Yeah, that's a great tip. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's definitely things you can do with RMDs. Yes, they are there. Um, and so if you haven't taken action ahead of time, you know, to be proactive and maybe do some conversions or whatever to get out uh, the money out of some of those traditional accounts, then, yeah, you're going to have to pay them. The government's been waiting a long time. And uh, they will they will slap you hard if you don't. Fifty percent uh, is not fun. That's <laughs> so, that's right. It's yeah. a huge penalty. It's a huge and huge penalty. So yes, it is. So and also you know don't just jump in and start doing Roth conversions because you heard about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's Please right. Work with your advisor, your tax advisor. So you don't and, bump you know, up a tax bracket. Yes. Right. No, yeah. that's you right. can you do it systematically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, well, let's, uh, let's do the final one for 500 yeah, imaginary financial Jeopardy points that you ah, can spend uh, awesome. at your favorite online website, Toys R Us, <laughs> which is no longer in existence. <laughs> uh, let's do the final one here. Nathan, this financial phenomenon is thought by some to be way off in the future and by others mm. to be currently imminent, mm. but there's no denying that eventually it will return. Mm, yeah, what we're going through right now. What is a uh, market correction? Oh, I didn't even <laughs> didn't even hang you up for a second with the fancy words. No, you, you were trying. I, I tried tell. to get I you, but tell. yes, that is correct. A market correction. What this we're going through. This financial phenomenon. That's it is not. Like you know what? They happen, right? And, and they what's, do. I guess what we got to talk about briefly here before we wrap up is we've been spoiled. We've been addicted. <laughs> we've been whatever term you want to use. That's right. But for the last 12 years, even the downturn during the pandemic was what, 30 days, 40 days? Yeah, you know? it was really short. Yeah. I mean, we had a little, again, a little decline at the end of 2018. That yeah. was a couple of months. And again, it was a short, yeah. short thing And we're there, six months now of, of heavy volatility since yeah, basically the beginning It's actually of the more than that. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. started next, or started last October going oh, okay, down. Okay. So yeah, that was really the peak. And then it's just done it really slow until June and everybody looked at their June statements and is like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> you know, what and, happened? And obviously there's all these different things that are affecting it, right? We got That's all this right. stuff going on yeah. and the massive inflation and the, yeah. you know, the spending has led into it and the supply chains and whether you want to get into the war conversations and stuff. But mm. either yeah. way, I guess my point I wanted to ask you about was the fact that we get, we've gotten so lulled to sleep with it that we do forget Aside from these crazy mitigating circumstances, corrections are normal. They are they part are. of what it does. That's right. That's right. So it's it's just part of the repricing. And, you know, I, don't, I even hesitate to call it a correction. I use that term all the time just because that's what people well, recognize I mean, it and understand some, that. Technically, some indices are in a bear market. They have that's gone right. far enough. No. Yeah. Well, what I mean, though, is that, oh, okay. it, you know, it's just not – 
it's not necessarily correcting. It's just pricing in the news, you know, pricing in the information. So, yeah, six okay. months ago, yeah. we didn't realize that, yeah, things were what they are. But now, as the new information comes out, just like we saw um, in June, mm-hmm. you know, the the um, Federal Reserve had been taking action, raising interest rates, all this stuff. It looked like they were kind of getting things under control a little bit with inflation. But then the data came out, yeah. and it wasn't. It jumped back up, and the market was like, oh, crap. I do not, this, you know, I we're going to go like down yes. you know, now at this. Yeah. So it was pricing in that new news, that new information. So, yeah, I mean, it is a correction, but it's correcting it to the new news and to the new information that's out there. So it's not fun. Nobody ever likes that. Um, the market does it all the time, you know, so it should be something that, that we understand we, and that we should be a little more used to it gonna, than what we are. I, that's I guess right. was my point. Yes, and so we've got right. and, very spoiled. And that's got to be, I think just the news, what we, you know, when we turn on things at night yeah. or what we listen to yeah. sometimes, we just let that get into our minds. And I can tell the clients of mine that, that watch that stuff all the time and the ones that don't, yeah, because they're the ones that have the, the kind of more fearful thoughts and yeah. negative things and negative thoughts that happen. And so if you just turn that off a little bit, you'll, you'll see a lot more peace of mind and a lot less stress. I well, believe. I had a conversation not too long ago where somebody said, you know, it seems as though the, the market is more volatile than it's ever been. And I thought yeah. about that a little bit and I thought, yeah, it really sure does. You know, it does. And then yeah. I stood back for a minute and I thought, is it or is it the fact that we just hear about it? <laughs> Historically, it's not. 27, 24 7, right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. I, I mean, mean, that's. Even you and I growing up, Nathan, you know, if our parents, for example, my dad would have to get, he'd have to go out the front door, pick up the paper, open up the, the newspaper, <laughs> right. right, to see what happened that's the right. day before because of closing, right? <laughs> that's right. Because uh, you weren't on the computer. There wasn't. And if it rained sometimes, you know, unexpectedly, you yeah. just threw it away. <laughs> right. You didn't so, even know what was going on in the world. <laughs> you know, and the news, they might have, t- they would have touched on it at night, right? Right. And That's probably right. on the six o'clock news. But again, there was three channels, too. So I mean, <laughs> totally. True. I just think that we're it's so different. Yeah, me. we're so inundated. Yeah. So is it more yeah. volatile? I mean, maybe a smidge just because of the pandemic. But yeah, you know, no, I mean, I really I really think that, you know, looking historically, we see market movement within two percent, two and a half percent up or down every day historically. Okay, and that's normal. And then you have days that are outside of the norm. But we're still seeing that, you know, I mean, 50 years ago, that's what we saw two, two and a half percent, you know, within that range of daily fluctuation um, up or down. Uh, But and we're seeing the same thing now. We just know when it's five percent because they make sure that they tell us a right. thousand times that day so yeah i mean um, even 100 points and they're like the dow yeah. fell 100 points oh, today yeah. yeah it's like 100 right. points it's off of, of 32 <laughs> off of 31,200 it seems <laughs> no, fairly no. insignificant so it is yeah, all right well is. nathan great job on jeopardy my friend yeah thank you, uh, you did lots very well. of jelly beans you won lots Reese's of prizes cups yes exactly yeah, just watch yeah, for those so. in the mail diligently okay i will they'll be coming to you soon now as always my friend thank you so much for hanging out having some fun with me yeah it was great thank yeah, we, you we try to just do these fun little things to talk about the financial uh, world and lessons that's not always the you know the most uh, ear-catching i suppose but it's important <laughs> stuff right so it we, is. especially yeah. as we're aging so we try to find fun ways to spice it up a little bit so that's right i we appreciate do, it. you do a great job with that well thank so you my this was this was awesome yeah the financial jeopardy 
um, is is fun. I haven't we haven't done anything like this in the past. It's, I don't believe it's so, been huh? a while. I think I since we've it, done yeah. some, I think we've done some little quizzes here or something before. Oh, okay. But it's okay. been a while. So okay. we'll we'll do cool. more of that then. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, All right, my friend. Good. Well, take care. Have a great week. I you will too. see you here next time on the podcast. As always, folks, don't forget to subscribe to us. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like using for podcasting needs. Uh, you can find all of it at Nathan's website, his uh, website for the show, which is thefinancialanswer.com, thefinancialanswer.com. It'll also redirect you back around to his main one. And if you've got questions or concerns, never hesitate to reach out to a qualified professional like Nathan, who is a registered investment advisor at O'Brien & Associates. You can give him a call. You could go to the website, whatever you need to do. He's been helping families for I don't know what tw- about twenty five years now, right? <laughs> it's like close. That. I started in two thousand one, so okay, uh, couple. Yep, twenty two. Getting close, twenty two. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so there you go, getting on up there. So it good is. stuff. Oh, I can tell every day. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, have a great week, folks. Thanks for Thanks. hanging out with Nathan and I here yeah. on the Financial Answer. We'll catch you next time. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.